self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing. We are Conversation Con Artists. What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am Calamity Red. And we are back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And at TikTok um, at ADB eating and ADB talking. And I can be found on Instagram at red underscore calamity. If you have a question, uh, comment, Reddit letter that you would like for us to respond to on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on the aforementioned uh, social media and send it to us that way. Do we have any this week? Yeah, we got uh, uh, Nikki who responded to us last week saying that Cinnamon was an excellent movie. Definitely not your typical Tubi film. So I mentioned Cinnamon as a movie that I've seen showing up uh, on lists of a good movie that happened to be on Tubi. And she responded. So thanks, Nikki, for that response. We also got something from Miss Cinnamon. All right. This is the title of the Quora post. And then I'm going to read what she wrote. My 17-year-old son destroyed my furniture and car with a sledgehammer because I took his phone away from misbehaving. What should I do? Now. What? That's what she put. Shit. Hello to the both of you. I hope you are both well and in good spirits. I saw the core question I'm dying to hear your reaction to. I would immediately snatch my 17-year-old up if I felt he thought he could try me. He may be bigger than I am, but he knows I would click on crazy if he tried that. Then he'd be dragged to the courts because in California, he can be emancipated at 14. You've grown enough to disrespect my house. You can get your own. The link has the question and several different replies. Here is the question only. My 17-year-old son destroyed my furniture in car with a car with a sledgehammer because I took away his phone for misbehaving. What should I do? I feel like mistakes have been made prior to that for that to happen because yeah. my fucking 17 year old would never. I just feel like by the time he got to be 17, he would know me well enough and we would have established a relationship that is such that he would fucking know better than to do that. Cause I took your fucking phone. Cause I took your phone. That is an entitled ass kid. Like that's the, the kid that, um, the well, he, he about 17 the one who murdered his family over them taking his fucking phone from him mm-hmm. yeah no we my kid wouldn't be that entitled where he would like throw a fit like that over me taking no fucking phone like i we wouldn't be there like some stuff had to happen for him to even to take that route because that is not a normal response um but my kid would never my kid, i just i feel like my kid would know me well enough to know, like, don't do that. <laughs> He's fucking crazy. Don't do that. Like, he just wouldn't even. So I, I can't imagine how I would respond because I, I can't imagine ever needing to respond to something like this because I just, I don't feel like me and my child would be in a, a place in our relationship where he would even fucking do this. Ever. It could also be the parent, mostly. This could be like a, a narcissistic parent that's used 
the things that the child have is leverage their whole life. You still don't take no sledgehammer and tear no shit up. Like, that's Well, crazy. he just leveraged the same shit that they would be leveraging in that situation. He just leveraged the shit they value. Like, the, the power that a child is supposed to understand in parenting, it only goes so far as you're able to reinforce it, and it goes only so far as certain kids deem it fair. Mm-hmm. That's just the reality. Some kids who are parented, you've met kids that have, like, this otherworldly sense of justice. In mm-hmm. terms of understanding what they believe their parent doing is right. And most of the time they don't be wrong. <laughs> like that, like a lot of times kids who are being done wrong and they understand right from wrong enough to know that like wrong is being done to them mm-hmm. and shit ain't fair. Not in a my parent is parenting not fair, but my parent is fucking up and doing some extra shit they ain't got no business doing. So that and uh, that's what Red talking about. Red. Red's relationship with her child will have the understanding, you know, and Red <laughs> ain't gonna be irrational to where it's like my child's respect, uh, my my relationship with my child has superseded that respect. But there's ways that parents can nurture a child that's gonna get they get back at some time. I'm gonna get my lick back. He's 17 years old. He damn near finna leave the house. Like, why your child didn't do this last year? Why he didn't do this two years before? Oh, well, he is might be. Is this the first time in his whole life you took his phone away? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you've never took his phone away for 17 years and you took it away now, you you got a fucking problem, parent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why would you do that? If you didn't know your child would react this kind of way to his phone being a takeaway, you ain't been paying attention, parent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say that did happen to you. Let's say that did happen to you, Red. Right. For whatever reason it happened. If you could go back in time, would you still take it away knowing that that would be the outcome? Yes. You would still take it away? Yes, I would. Now, why would you take it away still? Because the taking away of the phone is not what the problem is. Like, there's something that has occurred either on my end or his end that got this fucking response. The phone ain't the problem because... I took away your phone. I told you you couldn't use your phone for a week, and this was the response. So I would still do the shit. That's why I'm. That's why. But your response is why I would think that you wouldn't, because taking the phone away is a symptom that you didn't know was a problem. So now, after the the instance happened, and you go back into the past, I would think you wouldn't take the phone away, but you would try to figure out what the hell wrong with the child that I just found out would do that shit in the future. I don't know. Again, it's hard for me to envision that because I can't envision a kid of mine ever doing Because uh, the things that would have to happen, for the, I, I feel like for that child to get to that place wouldn't have happened with me. Like, we wouldn't... I don't know. And every time I think of stuff like this, I think of these instances of the kid who killed his parents over this, the little kid that uh, shot his mama because she wouldn't get him an Oculus... <laughs> Um, there was a video of a kid, the parents bought him like an older truck. They had money, but they wanted him, you know, you're a teenager. They bought him an older truck. He would have got a sledgehammer and started tearing that shit up to my, you're embarrassed to me. You only drive to school in this fuck, this fucking raggedy ass truck. Like uh, that kind of shit. Uh, my child wouldn't be in that position. So like it, the phone ain't the problem to me. It's the response. So I would still take away the phone, but, but. I would try to figure out like 
what the issue was because he got to be sick. <laughs> it got to be. <laughs> It gotta be some mental health shit, okay? It can't, cause like I just feel like at by seventeen, my, no kid of mine would be fucking. We we, we we wouldn't be there. But I don't that, think the phone's that, the problem. Clearly, but yeah. So for me, for me, if I had a machine where anytime my child did some shit that I didn't expect, and I can go back in time, I'd probably go back in time and handle it to not get that outcome. Because again, if that shit happened at seventeen, I ain't been paying attention. If my kid can get to that point of I'm gonna fuck some shit up, either I ain't been paying attention or that nigga needs some some psychotics, antipsychotic medication. So what would you go back and do? Just not respond to whatever he was doing so he wouldn't tear your house up? No, I'm not gonna respond to I'm not gonna give him the same consequence. Um I mean if your phone is the one trick pony for consequences, you fucking up anyway. Like it this. is, but if if the issue is you taking them or taking away something from him, and that's why he flipped out. Anything you take that he he finds a value in, he gonna have that same response, wouldn't he? That's why I'm I saying mean, I don't think the phone's the issue. I feel like there's recon to be done. No, the phone is not the issue, but the issue ain't just with the child. If at 17 years, like it's time to do some self reflection. How did I get a child like this? Or this nigga sick? It's one of the two things. So it's like. I feel like it's a stubborn response to be like, I do the exact same shit, regardless of what the outcome going to be. No, nah, I'm going to do some reflection, figure out why. I just got a glimpse of the future. My kid is fucking nuts. <laughs> and I ain't know it. I ain't had no hint that my kid was wild, wild like this and tell my shit. So one, I'm going to... So, so like, a practical thing is, I'm going to go where, wherever he got that sledgehammer from. We putting that shit up. We putting all this shit up. The big shit, we putting all that shit up. I'm taking a car down the street. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even if I did do give him the same consequence, um, I'm gonna be ready for his ass. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna call the police, had a police outside. I'm probably <laughs> gonna call the police. Maybe I'll call like I call government name and um nerd plate and be like, hey y'all, some some weird shit finna go down. I got a glimpse of the future, trust me. Uh, my my son's finna do some crazy ass shit, and we gonna need to restrain this motherfucker. Okay, he gonna <laughs> tell some in the house, but we gonna restrain his ass, you know. And then we restrain that motherfucker, you know. I would prepare, even if I did the same consequence, I would prepare practically for the shit I just seen him do. But for me, I would be like, okay, let me find a lateral consequence for the shit and figure out what the fuck going on with this kid phone. I might even goddamn. Have to do some snooping on this nigga shit. Like, oh man, did he respond because of how the phone got took away, or the fact that the phone got took away, or does he have some old inappropriate ass shit in his phone going on? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I'll do recon though for me, basically, in the situation. Now, can you? I don't know. Maybe you can help me out with this. I don't think a parent can emancipate a child. I think that shit. I don't think a parent can. I don't think that can be a unilateral decision. Right, because she uh, said the, she would yeah, take I, him at fourteen and, and emancipate him. I think like that got to be at the will of the child, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think that you give up. I mean, I don't even know how that works, but they can give up. Get, I mean, you can give up. So or like your ways, right. <clears throat> yeah, ways for your kid to leave your custody is you find somebody else to take custody. Number two, you be involved in like the state system, like child protective services. You just don't do whatever the fuck you're supposed to do, and then they end up in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. But then you end up with the consequences of uh, child support. Um, if you willfully 
um, relinquish custody of your child, you also potentially can end up on child support. That's state uh, state regulation differences and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I don't think a parent can unilaterally. But there'd be so many parents taking their kids and fucking emancipating their ass at fourteen in every state. If if you could, yeah, it's motherfuckers with kids. They're just tired of having goddamn kids who would just take their kids. And how much does shit cost? I'd pay for this motherfucker to be somewhere else. That. So I yeah, don't know I think if emancipation happens from the is initiated by the kid. Yeah. And you know, at the point a kid initiated, that parent ain't trying to hear that shit. They ain't finna deal with that shit. Uh, everybody in the comments on this thing is pretty much saying call the police, um, call the cops. Uh, a lot of people are saying he grown. And I don't like that. He I don't is like not grown. I don't like when my, it's a lot of people who look at a kid that's 16, 17, 18, and just because they can say all the words, process some stuff, they be acting like they are close enough to grown to consider them grown. And I don't like when people do that. Yeah. No, 17 is not grown. You know, but at the end of the day, they're the only option. Call your, call the police. You're supposed to call the police. Motherfucker destroy some property, you know, private property. You know, the shit ain't his. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I hate the idea of, I mean, clearly if you're white, this is a better scenario to call the police, you know, than if you're black. You know, which is why I changed my little piece of, like, I ain't calling the police. I'm going to call government name and nerd plate, you know, and we going to, you know, circle circle around this motherfucker. But calling the police is what you're supposed to do. And they're going to take your child to juvenile and uh, you're going to have to figure that shit out. But there's going to be a big hefty bill on your ass <laughs> because, you know. But, yeah, like, Miss Cinnamon, like, you've raised a child that wouldn't do that. And so I think that a lot of parents who see these scenarios look at it from the lens of the child they raised and they they think like if my child did this, like if my child was possessed and did this shit. But the reality is, the child that could do this was nurtured to be able to do this shit. Yeah. The parents been lacking somewhere to get a child to this point. Again, if you took his, if you ever took in his phone up before and he wild out like this all the time, he just didn't wild out that bad. That's something you probably can't control. But if you ain't never been giving them consequences and you decide now at 17, well, I guess it's time. I've been reading yeah. these Reddit forums. I'm about <laughs> to be the parent of the year now. Hey, give me that phone. Yeah, that ain't gonna and work. And you ain't never did that? You can't do that shit. That be, like, he ain't grown, but he finna be grown. And I'm saying that because in his head, he finna be grown. Yeah. In your child's head, he finna be grown. You ain't finna take my phone from me. You know, so... Would you rather your child, if your child is going to, um, if your child is going to react negatively to this, what would you rather they do? Would you rather them destroy your most prized shit, like vehicle, cameras, computer, or put their hands on you to preserve your physical shit? (laughs) Put your hands on me. Please do. (laughs) Go ahead. Put your hands on me. You know some of these kids be 6'6 with hands the size of your head. Mm-hmm. But then that's when I'm gonna go get the fucking sledgehammer. I ain't gonna fight fair. Oh, if he's still on you, you might be out cold. He ain't gonna get the still on me. If I see that you didn't got in an aggressive stance, then what I be ch- listen. 
I watch way too much murder and shit. Okay, I'm hyper vigilant. I would probably be high. with a kid, a, a child of mine that got to be six six and bigger than me. I'm I'm gonna be Batman on that ass. I'm gonna have contingency plans if in in the event that you ever lose your goddamn mind, because I'm gonna be ready for you. We not gonna. No, I'm going to have a contingency plan already set up in case you put... So I'd rather you put your hands on me because I'd have a contingency plan for that. I wouldn't have a contingency plan for if you tore my shit up because I wouldn't think that you would be crazy enough to do that fucking shit. So put you your hands let, on me. That's what I would prefer so I can go ahead and first. do what I need to do. You got to let him hit you first? No, I don't got to let him hit me first. Yes, you do. No, the fuck I don't. Because if you fuck him up without no damage, you going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you say you go to jail fucking up a 17 year old. You know that, right? You might find a judge that's sympathetic when he see you walk in there and he see his big ass walking there. You might have a judge that be like, Did you put your hands up at your mama? And the judge might be like, Boy, don't raise your hands at your mama, get your ass out of here. But like, if you ain't got that judge, your ass going to jail. You're going to be well, in DHR tied up, up to for a year. He he'll just wake up and be like, What the fuck happened? I'm not going to fuck him up to where. He got to go to the hospital. We're not going to get these people involved unless we just absolutely have to. Let's be clear about something, parents. It's not a fucking lot that you can do if your kid is crazy as hell. Yeah, no. Let's just be clear. In, in er, damn near every state, one, if your child ain't breaking the law, it ain't shit you can do about them being bad. Okay? If they sneak out in the middle of the night and go to their girlfriend's house or hang yep. on the corner with the goons, but they ain't proven to have committed a crime. It ain't shit you can do about that. Yep. But and the be police mad. ain't going to do nothing. Yeah, the police ain't going to do nothing. And consequences probably ain't going to work. You know, you take his phone away, he just going to go get a phone from his goons or just have one of his homies hold a phone. It's too, it like, it's too many ways around that. You know, girlfriend, you can't do nothing, right? And, and if your child is acting in a way where you don't want to parent them no more, short of finding somebody else for them to be with, um and to take on the mantle of like they stay in there and they kind of playing a parenting role you pass the parenting it ain't shit you can do if you don't like your child if your child tripping if their personality just sucks ass it ain't shit you can do you got to deal with that motherfucking shit yep like when you when kids is tripping is not a lot like parents become there say is there anywhere i can send them nope. like not without lying like hell i mean there's places you can send them but you got a lot through your fucking teeth you got to tell him that he got he's seeing voices, he hearing shit. But now you put him on a pathway where all these other organizations going to start putting him on medications that's going to fuck his life up. Now, if you're willing to fuck a kid's life up through lying about conditions that they have so that you can have them on medication so that you can send them to these group homes and shit and, and um, psychiatric wards, if you're willing to do that, you as fucked up as they is. <laughs> you know, I guess uh, morally and ethically speaking. Yeah. You know, even though you're dealing with some bullshit. But let's let's make no mistake, y'all. There's very little recourse that you can do. That kid that just tore up her sledgehammer with her car, that motherfucker is going to go to the detention center for a week, going to go to a court hearing. The judge going to tell them what needs to be done, and then he going to get out and go back home. And depending on whether parents press charges or not, may not even be on house arrest. But... When he come back home, you're going to be dealing with the same motherfucker that just tore up your car that uh, he tore up because you took his phone away and he need a ride somewhere. <laughs> you ain't going to want to take him, but like, what the fuck can you do? You know what I'm saying? Like, so just, I want y'all parents to know 
You need to research. Know what you because a lot of parents be like, my child would never. <laughs> Every parent who child has was the parent that believed their child would never. So like, I ain't saying y'all kids gonna be crazy, gonna do nothing crazy, but kids get influenced by shit. Kids uh be having shit to prove. Kids be needing, they be seeking validation. Kids be having addictions that you don't know about. You're addicted to your phone and it get took away. Okay. Go take go take a crack uh, out of a crackhead hands and see what happened to your motherfucking ass. You don't get molly walked out there in them streets taking a, a crack from a crackhead. It's the same thing if you take a, 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 a phone from a child that's addicted to a phone or a computer away from a child or games that's addicted. You know, that shit. You got to be careful. But I don't think the recourse of what you can do, Miss Cinnamon, is, is that... Um, it's that easy, I don't think. But you might want to talk to somebody about it. I mean, not necessarily, because your child ain't never going to do this. We know your child ain't going to do this. She it's said she live in California? I don't I don't know what the yeah. rules are in California. Yeah. California be different sometimes, so. California, you're liberal as hell. California be letting so much shit happen. <clears throat> you know? I mean, you can... um. You can move to a conservative state and tell them your child is trans <laughs> and you support it. <laughs> That's the foster care to come pick your kids up immediately. Texas and Florida, mm-hmm. just tell just tell the people your child is trans and that you support it. They'll be at your house the next day, goddamn. All yeah. right. We heard that you're fucking harming your child <laughs> by supporting their transness. Yeah. Take them, please. Um but yeah, that's the conversation. Um, it weren't really many different other responses to this itself for call the police, but yeah, that's what you're gonna call the police. A very dangerous young man. You actually need advice on what to do here. You know, some people are just psychopaths with kids. And they have a kid that's a psychopath. It's just what it is, man. Like, imagine being a mama raising a child that's a psychopath because their dad is a psychopath and you just a sweet old angel. <laughs> oh, man, that's bullshit. Anyway, thanks, Miss Cinnamon, for sending us that letter. I feel like I'm monologuing now because Red is not uh, giving that much <laughs> feedback. So, I gave my feedback. <laughs> that's why that's I asked you hypotheticals, trying to it's... get your goddamn brain to move. Well, it's difficult for me to envision it because, like I said, I just feel like my kid would. I just I can't envision that being the case. I feel like you you would have a lot of struggles with a kid. Why? I don't know. I feel like the first time you ever walked in a room and your kid and got a hook to the shit and they diaper and then put it all over the walls and the carpet and shit. Like I feel like I feel like you would be ready for no surprise possibilities of what anything what kids be doing. I feel like you will respond so viscerally to everything your child do that don't fit in the template of what you <laughs> needed to do, even if it's like unintentional. I don't think. I mean, having not to compare children to to dogs, but I feel like not so much as having dogs because like some really fucking disgusting shit has happened. Okay. Remy's not allowed to play with rope toys no more because when he was a puppy, he would eat the rope and poop it out and there'd be rope hanging out of his ass. He pooped it out just enough 
where it was hanging out of his ass, but he couldn't get it the rest of the way. And I had to go pull rope out of his ass. I mean, I've done some gross ass shit that I never envisioned doing that I just had to, you know. Just yeah, do I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some applause because you know we've been doing this for a long time, and she's been having Remy for damn half half the time we've been doing this shit. How long you had Remy? Seven years this year. Seven years, more than half the time. Mm-hmm. We've been doing it. We started 2015. He's been here for the whole time. We've been for five years. We've been recording. Wait, seven years. We've been recording. He's been there. So that's short one year. He's been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. And since it's been you and just you and Remy without Kingston, rest in peace. Um, little Kingston. Um, she be yelling at this motherfucker. But today she was talking to him calmly and peacefully. So I applaud you for that. <laughs> Gave me a little hope in my mind about you with some kids. She was like, hey, listen, motherfucker. Be quiet. Don't be doing all this scratching and licking yourself and shit. You know, I'm about to be on this goddamn show. Do the shit every week. Most of the time, she'd be like, shut the fuck up. I do. <laughs> Yelling at his ass. I'm like, okay. But I, a new, a new, uh, new skill tree is unlocked in my head as far as you go. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't yell at him all the time. I probably talk more calmly to him than I do yell at him. Um, but like if I'm yelling at him, it's probably because I'm already irritated and I'm just like, I don't need this shit. Okay. I don't feel well. You doing this shit that I talk to you about all the goddamn time. Like, I'm okay this morning. So like I could I could approach it calmer. Right. You gonna have a kid that's irritated. More irritating than your dog on a day where you even more fucked up. And well, you got not, other responsibilities. It's not guaranteed that I'm going to have a kid. Let's be clear. Um, <laughs> I mean, clearly we're talking about the the reality in which you do have a kid. You know, I don't know. I don't know how that would go. You can't really bank don't. address this conversation on, well, I probably ain't going to have no kid. So I ain't going to think about it. I don't think, I can't, I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I, I I feel I'm pretty confident in saying that if y'all see me turn up with a kid, it's gonna be an accident. <laughs> Intended. Condom broke. <laughs> but yeah. Um. All right. What you got? Colin sent me something, but it just ended up being an ad for Chick Fil A. <laughs> when he hit this, I guess he'll message me to explain because <laughs> I missed the joke. <laughs> It was just like a Chick-fil-A ad for some merchandise. <laughs> and I was like, is this a scam? Like, did somebody take over his account? But it's like, it wasn't no cash app shit. You know, when yeah. motherfucker account get took over, they pretend like they, them, like, hey, how are you doing? So the last scam that happened, one of my family members, one of my family members messaged me and said, hey, um, my my Facebook has locked me out. And I don't have my phone with me. I'm going to send the code to your email address. Send that code back to me. Right. And I'm like, is this really you? What's your kids? What's your nieces and nephews name? At least three of them. And they just motherfuckers sent back some random names. Motherfucker. I like, did you think you were going to put three random names up there that made sense? And then it came to my email address. So clearly what they were doing was they were trying to get the password to my actual Facebook. 
<laughs> if I would have gave them that number, they would have changed the password on my Facebook and took over my shit. Mm-hmm. That's the scam. But like, I ain't never had no sending nigga Chick Fil A merch scam. So maybe the link he sent didn't come through properly. But it didn't come through. So what you got? Theme this week is secrets. Secrets. Oh Secret. shit. Yeah. Um, some of them they didn't say what the secret was. So like it's like, would I be the asshole if I don't keep my daughter's secret? Am I the asshole for letting my friend know I know his secret? Then some of them they explained. So am I the asshole for secretly spending my wife's inheritance? How are you secretly spending? How she don't okay. know you did it? Secretly spent wife's inheritance. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's read. I don't even want to think about what what might have happened. You want me to read it? Yeah, the secretly part is is what's throwing me off. Like, did she not know she got the inheritance, or did she got it and didn't know you were squeezing out the money from the bank account of this end? <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, am I the asshole for secretly spending my wife's inheritance? My wife and I have been married for 20 some odd years. We have been living in the same condo for about 10 of those years. We raised our kid in this place and it was a strong and it has strong sentimental value. I never plan on leasing it out to anyone else because it would be used for our kids someday if he ever needs a place to stay. I have gotten to the point in my career where buying a new house sounds possible. Also, now that the kid is gone financially, I have been freed up a bit. My wife, unfortunately, does not have the same mindset as she is much more conservative. My wife also just coincidentally ran into a large inheritance as her mother just passed away and she was an only child. Anyways, while she was grieving, I told her that I would take care of the implications of the will and she gave me the legal authority to sort through her mother's affairs. With this authority, I used about 40% to buy new property in Colorado, $650,000, and put the rest in our joint investment portfolio. The reason I had to buy it without her knowledge is because she did not want to deal with any financial issues while grieving per her instructions. And I have had my eye on this market for a while. I just couldn't walk away from the opportunity once I found out about it. My plan is to visit it once a month to see how she feels about it. This would clearly benefit both of our lives, but I have a sinking feeling that I need to tell her and that I'm, that I am selfish. If she likes it, surprise. Yay. We will move in. If not, well, I could use it as a rental property or resell it. I believe that it was all it has already appreciated. Anyways, looking for your feedback on this uh, Reddit, sir. <laughs> Motherfucker, you finna be single. Your ass about to get divorced. <laughs> I don't know. And you said she conservative? And I ain't <laughs> even thinking of like politics conservative. I'm just thinking about a with person money. who wouldn't make this kind of fucking decision with no six hundred and fifty thousand goddamn dollars. Six hundred and fifty thousand. Wow. You did this shit because you knew you weren't gonna be able to do it no other fucking way. Yes. And she's gonna know that you did it because she was gonna say no. And when she know that you took $650,000 of shit from her mother, so you're using the excuse that she's not in the, the, the stable enough position because she's grieving her mama lost to make this decision. But you think that she gonna appreciate <laughs> you taking $650,000 capitalizing off of her fucking mama's death to buy some shit that you knew she wasn't gonna let you buy in the first place? Girl, you might not even get a divorce. Your ass might get a casket, goddamn. Like, her telling some, you to deal with her. This is some passion type shit right here. <laughs> this is. is some seeing red or kill bill type shit. Hit your ass with a motherfucking five pound technique. Blow your heart up, goddamn. 
Yeah. Hell no. When she said take care of my affairs because I'm too emotionally um, invested, that did not mean go buy shit that you want to buy. In no world would that ever be what she meant when she, and she trusted you. She trusted you to handle this for her. And this is what you fucking did. And you spent 650000 Like, <clears throat> and he said that was only 40% of the money. You spent almost half of her mother's and money on some shit that you wanted that she had no clue about, has not expressed an inch. It'd be different if it was something y'all had talked about and she was like, yeah, it, her being conservative and her telling you that she don't want to spend the fucking money did not mean for you to go behind her back and spend it. All you shown her is that you untrustworthy as fuck. And yes, you're going to get a divorce. <laughs> you know what? It just make me think that a whole bunch of people are in relationships with scam artists that they probably will never have the money to find out that they are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we all know that money do some weird shit. I wonder, I wonder if there are, I know that there are people in relationships that if you paid them a certain amount of money, they would break up with their partner. I know they are. I know it is. Mm-hmm. It's some people in relationships who is just like in relationships to spend the time just to waste time because they ain't got shit else to do, shit else to be. But, like, this motherfucker is, like, and all that shit in his name, too. Like, even if this divorce went down, I guess fraudulent, fraud, no, because she signed over the legal responsibility. She signed over the legal, she trusts the shit out of this motherfucker. For him to stomp on that motherfucker (laughs) like Rick James stomped on Eddie Murphy goddamn couch. Fuck hell, bitch. Yeah. Oh hell no! Yep, she trusted him a lot, and this is what he did. You know what? You know what to be. What she need to do? What she need to do is be like, listen. I understand what happened. I'm not happy with what happened, but we gonna reverse this shit, or we gonna put this shit in my name. And I got some mafia niggas with me. <laughs> you need to choose what you want, what body parts you want to lose, because they willing to. I paid for them to take off four fingers and bust two kneecaps. Now you finna, you got a month to reverse all that shit, or your ass finna be physically compromised, motherfucker. Like, I'm gonna put that nigga in a saw ass situation, damn. He gonna have to make a decision. Make the right decision, sir. You make the wrong decisions this time. Terrible. Fucking terrible. And you saying that you didn't come to this with her because, you know, she didn't want to be bothered with financial issues. No, you didn't come to her with this because you know she would have said no. You know, she would have told know. you fucking no, and you know that. That's why you didn't say nothing to her and just did it behind her fucking back. Don't act like you was trying to be co- uh, considerate of her feelings and her grieving. No, you took advantage of a situation that makes you a dick, and I hope she divorced you. But yeah, he put it. He put it in his name, and she gave him the permission. So like legally, she don't got a foot to stand on as far as that is concerned. And this idiot think it's a possibility for him to say, "Hey, I bought this six hundred and fifty thousand dollar <laughs> property." Surprise! In Colorado, so obviously it's somewhere where they don't even live. <sighs> Was it Colorado? I think it, yeah, Colorado. That shit finna be a disaster. Oh yeah, yeah. What are people in the comments saying? He an asshole. That he lying, making it like, okay, you the asshole, you know damn well that her not wanting to deal with decisions didn't mean go buy whatever you want with my money. 
You're the asshole. You use the fact that she was grieving as a means to achieve your own goals. If you were acting in good faith, you would have avoided making such a large decision until you could discuss it together. You're the asshole. Don't give us this bullshit that you had to keep it a secret because she didn't want to deal with it. You had to keep it a secret because you know damn well she would have said no. I would lose my fucking mind if my husband went out and bought a house without consulting me, even if he didn't essentially steal my money to do it. So, I mean, everybody says he's an, he's an asshole. He is, definitely. I mean, he's not. he's just not smart. He's a scam artist, number one. He is not smart. He is selfish. Very selfish. Them just top three off my head right now, but it's a whole bunch of other words that describe this motherfucker. He's gonna be single. The and level, Max child support, nigga. The level, or the, the kid is old. He out of the house. There ain't no child support. Oh, he out of the house? So you mean, okay. Okay, I missed that <laughs> part. So you mean to tell me that the house you're currently living in Mm-hmm. You're going to not rent it out because if your child might need it one day. Yes. Are you stupid? This nigga dumb. Boo this man. <laughs> boo. <laughs> boo, nigga, boo. Ridiculous. Um, let's see. Some of these other ones. Would I be the asshole if I told a close family friend that her husband cheated on her four years ago? Why? Why would you do that? Why would you get involved? A close family friend, not your best friend. A close family friend. Girls, sh- shut the fuck up. Oh, he just... Uh... Colin just sent something. In the email? No, uh, Facebook? Messenger? Okay. It's a video. Chim uh... Thug? I don't know what it is. All right, I'll play it in a minute. Let's finish this up. Oh well, let's let's. I mean, are we choose? We finna choose the next letter. We have yeah. this conversation. What would make for after four years? What would happen? Oh, maybe they just found out that they cheated four years ago. I guess it wouldn't that they knew four years ago that it happened, and then they coming back to tell. Maybe it could be. It could be. Okay. Go to uh, just read the ones you got and okay. then we'll do Colin. Am I the asshole for making my son keep his sexuality a secret? Uh, what? If, yeah. I mean, of course. Of course <laughs> you are. But keep going. Am I the asshole for secretly taking birth control when I know my husband wants to have a baby? I chose that one because we did the man that was faking yeah. orgasms last week because he didn't want to have a baby. Just yeah. fucking tell these people you don't have no goddamn children. Maybe we need to have the other side or maybe it's just going to be some simple shit. Uh, am I the asshole for secretly swapping out my partner's soda for zero or diet version? How do you oh, know? That's what I was going to say. It tastes different. <clears throat> Yeah, clearly, if you if you swap that out for your partner, that means you don't drink none of the regular shit. It means you've been drinking the garbage ass shit, and you think it tastes the same. You one of them motherfuckers that tastes the same. You one of them motherfuckers to be like, oh no, these vegan cookies taste the same as regular cookies. <laughs> Bitch, no, it don't. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it tastes like it don't got no goddamn soul in it. That's what it tastes like. It can be good. It can be good, but it ain't got no fucking soul. You don't get to decide for somebody that, to how they're going to lose weight, if they're going to lose. Because I'm going to assume that you're doing this because you feel like they need to lose weight. You don't get to decide that. And you definitely don't get to sneak food <laughs> or 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 uh, 
sodas. Like what? No. Look, if if your boundaries is not having a partner, and we'll talk about Jonah Hill shit. If your boundaries are your partner not drinking all crazy kind of sodas, let them know that you don't want them to drink that shit. And if they keep drinking it, then leave, motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker be acting like they ain't got the option to leave when there's some shit going on that you don't fucking like. You don't like shit, get the fuck out of there. You start secretly changing motherfuckers' drinks. Like, <laughs> why just end the relationship? Like y'all motherfuckers think that they're gonna be like, oh damn, I ain't know you switched my drinks out five years ago. Is that why I lost these hundred pounds? Oh man, I ain't know. Thank you. What the fuck out what the fuck response do y'all think gonna happen when y'all do shit like this? What the fuck? Like, and first of all, how much weight do you think he's gonna lose behind switching out soda? If he's eating a terrible diet and just eat whatever the fuck it is he want to eat, that's soda. It's like when people go in like uh, McDonald's and order like the biggest, greasiest, most calorie infused meal that they have, and then say and a diet coke. What the fuck is that diet coke? Going to? <laughs> so I think I want to do that. I think I want to do you that. You want to do this but, one? Yeah, but let's do Colin first. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna put the microphone up to the thing. I ain't heard it. You ain't heard it. Apparently, no, he just he literally just sent it. Colloidal silver. Colloidal silver. Colonic silver. Colloidal silver. Colloidal silver. Colloidal silver is something everybody should have in their medicine cabinet. It electromagnetically attracts the bacteria. Just a teaspoon under the tongue. It like I'll have to look at what it does. <laughs> Prevents pneumonia. I feel like a crock addict. And wash your fruits and vegetables with it. Keeps flowers fresh. Like, I just need it. One drop right in the eyeball. I have found Clotus Silver to be a great natural remedy for dogs. And that's how you nebulize colloidal silver. Okay. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not. Okay. What is colloidal silver? Colloidal silver is kind of like silver milk, if you will. It's a solution of silver ions that are just suspended in the liquid. They won't settle, but they're not dissolved all the way either. And while silver nitrate has been used medicinally, and we do sometimes still use it for very specific applications, colloidal silver was always kind of wishy-washy to begin with in terms of whether or not it really worked. And then, you know, we figured out like antibiotics and so we didn't need to use it anymore. Why did people want to use it in the first place? Silver nitrate has been known for a long time to have some kind of antimicrobial ability. And it's because silver ions can attack proteins and just denature them. They can react with a whole bunch of different parts of the protein and just make the proteins not work. This isn't specific to bacteria necessarily, but a single-celled organism is going to have a harder time dealing with that than you or I. So, you know, that's where that comes in. Now, colloidal silver, as I said, is not the same thing as silver nitrate. Colloidal silver doesn't really work quite the same, if at all. And in fact, when you drink it, you're kind of just giving yourself heavy metals poisoning. Not the worst heavy metals poisoning, because silver is moderately tolerated by the body but it literally has no benefit to the body whatsoever it's not essential it has no biological role and if it accumulates enough in your body it'll turn your skin blue now it might be somebody who's like all right come on kim thug you ain't gonna just get me with that argyria argument i know i have to drink a lot of silver for that to happen no you don't <laughs> no you don't actually it doesn't take a lot for it to start happening and you won't always know it's happening if it doesn't start on your actual skin because you see argyria can also infect your organs 
And those might start turning blue. And those can also end up suffering from some systemic toxicity problem from the silver metal that's just kind of coating your organs now. You really don't want to take it at all, but you still can't really know how much you're taking. These are not real medicines. These are alternative medicines, aka the FDA isn't really regulating it like that, aka that bottle that says 100 ppm might have anywhere between 0 and 500 ppm, and who knows what it was cut with. You also got to remember that silver ore co-occurs with galena, lead ore. So I don't know where they're getting their silver from to make this colloidal silver, but I mean, I wouldn't take it. Nebulizing it is even worse, like so much worse. I, you're literally breathing heavy metal fumes. Don't do that. One, when you do things like that, it's much easier for whatever you're putting in your body to cross that blood-brain barrier, that oh-so-precious shield around your mind, and really start messing you up. But two, unless you are 120,000% certain of what's in this solution that you're breathing, you should not be breathing it. I would not do that. And again, there are no actual health benefits to taking colloidal silver. You want to gargle some colloidal silver? No, just gargle some lemon juice. Gargle some salt water and lemon juice. That that will do it. That is plenty potent for antimicrobial activity in your throat. You do not need to gargle heavy metal solutions. Silver is a heavy metal. It's not good for you. Please don't ingest silver in any form unless your doctor is prescribing a topical silver medication to you. But yeah, this is straight up and the and the trash heap of alternative medicine not good for you some would refer to it by the term quackery it is a defunct medication that was kind of questionable to begin with quackery and for all the reasons that people might want to take it there are alternatives that are known to work and work better with fewer negative side effects so please if you or someone you know is considering taking or buying colloidal silver just don't this is skim talk Oh, hell no. White people. I feel like everybody in the videos before were white. Absolutely. <laughs> and then here come the black people like we always be doing, trying to save them. And they're going to be like, no, we, we're fine. <laughs> we're fine. You're black. You don't know what you're talking about. We're fine. We're going to take our colloidal silver. Listen, I, bro, I, I'm ready to... I'm ready to see a damn near blue white person and be like, oh, colloidal silver got your ass, huh? <laughs> your ass turning blue, motherfucker. Your ass is poisoned. Why this is like video white? game poisoning, nigga. You flashing blue in this motherfucker. You finna die. Whether the women was like, um, oh, I've got to look at what it does. How are you making a video already like you about to tell people to use this shit and you don't even know what it does? How do you mean? What do you mean? Hold on. Let me go you, look. You know what? <laughs> So, you know, when you go to like, I don't know if you ever looked up stocks or looked up any influencer programs. I've been looking up influencer programs and shit. And influencers have, a, they'll have on, on the, on one side, it'll be like $0. And then on the other side, it'll be like $11,000. Learn how to make money with this influencer program. You know, them motherfuckers, a lot of them don't even be in the influencer programs. They just make content about the influencer programs and they make their money making the content. They don't make they, they money making the damn actual uh, videos or the content for the influencing. And it's a lot of people like that. That lady is probably a lady who is using that medium for clout chasing. 
and just jumping on the trend of new shit and saying, yeah, it does this and this and this and this. And, you know, if you talk to them personally, they'll be like, I never... I never had that shit in my house around my kids. <laughs> but they, because they clout chasing, they just trying to get money from that shit. You know what? I wish, I wish, like, I wish all kind of levels of dumb shit came with a color. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, taking coal out of civil turn you blue. I wish racism was like yellow or some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I wish yellow. we could see racism. It was jaundice. It need to be something more than yellow. Something yeah. more than yellow. Something easier to detect. Yeah. Okay. All right then. Uh, purple. Yeah. Racism is purple. Yeah. Racism that makes sense, right? Yeah. Purple. But racism. people would be coming up without. I'm. I'm not racist. I'm just purple. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Grandmaster Barney is racist? Do I think what? Grandmaster Barney is racist. What's a racist cartoon character? Uh, like the cartoon character says, purple is good. Motherfucking freezer, freezer got purple in him. Freezer from Dragon Ball Z. Mm hmm. He stay calling goddamn um Goku and Freezer monkeys. <laughs> I said Goku and Freezer, Goku and Vegeta monkeys. You can can you think of any other uh color characters that might be racist? No. Mm hmm. Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam definitely racist, but they just white men, so. <laughs> uh, no, I can't think of any. Okay, we go with purple. Freezer got enough purple in them to be purple. Grimace and, um, Grimace and Barney probably racist under the mask. Grimace and Barney. I didn't know what the fuck you said. I was so confused. <laughs> you said it together, so I thought you were saying one name. <laughs> you thought I was saying Grimison Barney. <laughs> Nigga named like, Grimison. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know who that is. I've <laughs> never heard of nobody named Grimison Barney. Okay. Grimace and Barney. Okay. So if you had the problem, everybody else who just heard that shit got a problem too, so my bad, y'all. <laughs> Niggas from New York and California and fucking Zimbabwe, Mozambique, they know. They 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 missed the shit too. My bad. Grimace and Barney. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I can't think of any. Um, and the thing is, it's like, you have to be so fucking gullible. Like, I'm not going to sit up here and, like, I got a t-shirt that has me and Remy on it that I saw on TikTok, and I bought it because I saw it and it was cute, right? Like, there are certain things that I could see on TikTok or Instagram and I'd be like, oh, that's cool, and maybe buy it. Medicine or anything that has medicinal quality to it? No. I'm not taking advice from fucking TikTokers <laughs> about shit that I'm going to be ingesting that's not food. No. What? You have to be like a certain level of susceptible to fucking even listen to this shit. I ain't listening to these young white people talking about colloidal shit. No. 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 Absolutely not. That's fucking crazy. Hell, I barely trust doctors. Doctor gave me a medicine that swole my fucking mouth. <laughs> so I, I barely trust them. A TikToker? No. No. Colloidal silver. People do the most, damn. It's too much. Bruh. <laughs> this shit's so stupid. It's very stupid. I'm talking about something else that I'm finna break up. Oh. I put in Google, is Grimace racist? Okay. Just for the hell of it. 
This nigga got a weird ass history. Oh God. What is Grimace? I don't is he just a monster? Okay. So Grimace used to be a criminal along with Hamburglar, apparently. Okay. Uh, while the Hamburglar was off stealing burgers, Grimace had four arms which were used to swipe milkshakes. His punishment, he got two of those arms chopped off of his body. Clearly, this decision was made back when the legal system actually worked. But this was merely the tick for the iceberg when it comes to this rotund purple bastard. His parents, unnamed, they know he has parents, they just don't have names. They refuse to claim this slow plotting dum dum. It's tough to blame him. He has two aunts, Millie and Tilly, who I like to believe take on the Patty and Selma roles of the clan. His grandma, Winky, and great grandma, Jenny, somehow weren't coward enough to put their name on this family. And apparently he got a brother named King Gonga that rules over the entire nation of Grimace people. So it's like a... Who the fuck looked this up and, like, did this? Like, who... Uh, what? <laughs> who I don't know. It's some... The, the, the family lineage of fucking Grimace. This is... This exists? So like... Some, some dudes were going through a... They were going through all the mascots of different... Um, like mascots of different brands and they were trying to plot which ones would be the most whoop, whoop your ass basically like so on the part of they would totally kick my ass is the green giant tony the tiger <laughs> uh chester cheetah the tricks rabbit all the way on the other side is the, the tricks Kingler rabbit elf. would kick your ass i don't know why the tricks rabbit over there but he over there I mean, he be trying. He be trying to fuck them kids up. He just ain't successful with it. I guess. I guess his capacity to murder, goddamn. <laughs> He'll kill them kids if he could. On the other side is the Keebler Elf, the Quaker Oats motherfucker, and the Gerber baby. <laughs> Hamburger helper hand. They would get their ass kicked essentially. It said they was trying to figure out of all the McDonald's ones where they would go, and then they was like, they really don't. No, no, nothing about Grimace. And so they went to go look up shit about Grimace, and he just got a weird ass odd, you know, kind of kind of backstory that motherfuckers used to make up for shit in the 50s. The same motherfuckers that made candy cigarettes. <laughs> you know, they used to do some stupid ass shit. The same niggas that named the candy bar, whatchamacallit. That's they didn't so have weird. no rhyme or reason for doing the shit they did. They just did it without like, like today you can't do shit like that. Like you need a backstory. It needs some, it gotta make sense. You can't create, like, ain't no new business finna create no character that is a criminal that got his arms cut off. No. You can't do that shit. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, racist is purple. That's where it came from. Sorry. Grimace is, Grimace is, if not racist, just weird. Um, also, criminals. Criminals should be, like, red. You know, like a lighter red or pinkish, then you probably a low-level criminal. You know what I'm saying? You do some shit that won't harm nobody else. Dark-ass, deep red, you you murdered somebody before, goddamn. <laughs> I don't know, if, and I don't know how that would work with doctors and motherfucker. Like, how would the system work for doctors? Because it's like, did you murder them? Is murdering them and letting them die two different things? Letting them die that, might be the wrong way to characterize it. If you let somebody die and you could save them, it's murder. No, no, well, so I said that wrong. I meant um, not able to save them, I guess. Somebody dying in, in, uh, in your hands. Oh, that's not murder. It's not murder, but 
it still could be a part of the system where you read, just not deep read. You know what I'm saying? Like, but you don't have any responsibility in that. Like, these should be things that for things you have responsibility for. You don't have a response, like any responsibility in not being able to save somebody because they were too far gone. Like, how that's your fault? That's not your fault. Hmm. I guess in my head, I guess it'll have to be a supernatural system anyway that determines whether you actually could have done more to save them and didn't do as much as you could have. Yeah. Or maybe, I mean, I don't know. I guess intention would have to be in that system because, you know, if you make a decision to the left and it go bad and you would have made a decision to the right and it would have went good, but you made the best decision you thought to make at the time, then you shouldn't get consequences for yeah, that. Yeah, if either. you made it in good faith. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, uh, are we we gonna do that? Um, the the that solo one? yeah, yeah. Uh, am I the asshole for secretly swapping out my partner's soda for zero or diet versions? My partner is seriously overweight. We are trying to eat healthy and shed some pounds together. Partner absolutely doesn't believe in diet versions of anything due to the thought that it disrupts blood sugar levels, etc. and will make you fatter in the long run. Despite me showing them there are no conclusive studies that show this, my partner prefers normal Sprite, Coke, etc. It isn't a taste thing either, as I've noticed they can't tell the difference until it's pointed out that the soda is sugar-free. Sadly, due to this, my partner wasn't dropping any weight as easily in a day. As easily in a day, they, con- they consume at least two liters of full fat soda my partner is very reliant on soda to get through their day they've asked me if i'll take over in the kitchen in terms of cooking and planning out meals i've agreed to do it but for the past few weeks i've been subbing in the zero soda and they've been none the wiser and also they've lost a few more pounds than anticipated obviously we're both over the moon this leaves me in a moral conundrum do I keep up the charade or come clean? I really am concerned about my partner's health as the doctor has advised that they are pre-diabetic and I love my partner more than anything. I'm just concerned that if I tell my partner, they'll revert back to the full sugar stuff and it will be uh, impossible to get them to come around the second time. Um, there's a confession edit, but we let's talk about what he said first before. The edit. So this is a he? Yes. Bruh. Well, I can't say that. I mean, is that, the he? I thought the he. I don't know. I'm thinking the he is the one that's drinking. They have a wife, so it could be a woman or a man. Oh. but the it's it a is wife preposterous like to be drinking the, two liters of soda a day. That's crazy. That is a lot. That's a lot of fucking soda. And you know you pre-diabetic every day. You weren't gonna make no changes. God damn. What was you doing before the goddamn pre-di- the pre-diabetes diagnosis? You know you're pre-diabetic and you're still drinking two liters of soda a day. And you got a death wish. Damn, two liters of soda. Um, so this is fucking wrong. It's bad. Communicate with your partner. Uh, I mean, in this instance, there is a sliver of light in the idea that they've lost weight and it might be because I've been changing your coke you know what I'm saying but it could be one of them motherfucking Tom Cruise Mission Impossibles where it's like I know you've been changing my coke I was changing that motherfucking shit back (laughs) you ain't even know (laughs) and I still lost the weight so now I'm gonna keep drinking my two liters you see it ain't nothing wrong with it 
Also, yeah, the, your partner's a little delusional, you know. Dude, this whole yeah. idea that drinking uh, zero sugar drinks is going to somehow disrupt the body's natural sugar. <laughs> in it. Bitch, you already got pre-diabetes. What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? That shit's already happening in your body. <laughs> ain't no sodas about to do it. And if you ain't never drank the sodas that you are claiming would do it, then the shit you already consuming is doing it. So, like, that's some level of delusion right there, you know. I don't know what to tell you about that one, but, you know, y'all need to communicate with y'all partners, man. And y'all need yeah. to be willing to leave the motherfuckers alone if some shit going, ain't going the way you want it to go. I mean, is that what it is? Confession, edit. I came clean to my wife. She was very surprised, called me a sneaky asshole, but overall surprised that she wasn't able to tell the difference and she still lost a good amount of weight. I'll be continuing meal prep for her, and she has said off her own back that she may as well continue drinking the diet stuff. Although both of us have agreed we should start to look towards alternatives such as seltzer water, etc. Thank you, everybody, for your input. That That's fucking sliver of possibility worked out for your ass. Don't do it again. Yeah. Talk to your fucking partner. How Just because this shit might work out don't mean it's a good fucking idea. Sugar substitute. I would just drink water. I've never had a sugar substitute that I couldn't. Like they have a taste. It's it's a weird fucking taste. I'd rather just not drink the soda than to drink a diet or a zero or because them sugar subs aspartame. What's the other one? Um, like all of them. All of them have a taste. I hate it. I fucking hate. It. I'd rather just drink water. If if those are gonna be my options, only other options. But I don't really drink juice. I mean, I don't really drink juice. I don't drink sodas. I drink juice and water and lemonade. If I go to a restaurant and you're with me, I'm probably ordering a lemonade if I order something to drink. Two liters of Coke is is a day is mind-boggling. Now, I'll have a two-liter bottle of Coke in the house, and I'll spread that motherfucker out across the week probably. Because I'll have like a cup of Coke and, you know, like three waters behind it or around it. Now, that's a question I had. I think I felt too embarrassed to ask somebody who is a professional about the shit. Is if, if I drink a Coke and then I drink three waters behind that Coke, how does my body discern from it being water versus just diluted as Coke? Like, it, uh, uh, it, does my body interpret those as two different things completely even if i drink them at the same time or does one become the other think all your food is the same because you eat like i don't i think it just takes away what it needs to take away from everything we put in it right like the food is the same way i don't know i don't know because it gets down to like how molecules change when it comes to liquids because if you put if you put some gatorade powder in a bottle of water and you drink it then people say that ain't water but if your body can discern the difference, then it is water. You just add sugar to it. I don't I don't know how that works. I don't know. I mean, because you know, motherfucker, you can't hydrate with Coke. You know no. what I'm saying? But can you hydrate with, with with Coke that's three times diluted with water? Why would you want to do that? I mean, you wouldn't want to, but I'm just saying if I drink a straight up Coke and then drink three bottles of water behind it, inside my body, it's diluted Coke. 
I mean, I wouldn't drink that outside, but inside my body, it's been diluted because I just drank all of it and it's in my system. But that would be assuming that everything just gets mixed up in your body when you put it in there. Like, well, that's what I don't know. So if so, if I drink Coke and I drink water, that means water goes down one chute and Coke goes down another chute. Is the body like processing it like that? Otherwise, it is going to the same place. Or do liquids all go to the same place and just chill in the same place and then be processed? That's what the kidney do, right? Kidney process the shit out of liquids. The or liver. unhealthy stuff. You take the unhealthy think, stuff. Yeah. They're filtered. It's like it filters it. So it ain't really. So it. So the diet is probably unhealthy in Coke. Probably. Sugar ain't unnecessarily unhealthy. It's just too much of it's gonna fuck you up in certain ways. Or is it unhealthy? I don't know. Somebody who fucking know about health, send us a fucking letter. No, you need a certain level of sugar. It's not unhealthy. It's when we overdo it, I think that it becomes unhealthy. But I think you need a level of sugar. So I would imagine the only thing that needs to be filtered out of Coke would be the dye, whatever that dye is. That may it's probably nothing of substantial health in it. The liver probably got to get rid of that shit. Whatever making it black, uh, or orange if you're drinking like an orange soda or red or whatever. The dye probably ain't helpful. But no, that, I mean I I was I was wondering that question, but like, and I was on the radio show, and I was like, we had some health professionals in there, and I was like, this is a stupid ass question to ask on the radio, bro. This one of them, I feel like this one of them nine year old questions that gonna have a real simple ass answer that's just gonna make you look stupid as hell. <laughs> so I was like, I ain't gonna ask that question, but I was wondering, man, cause motherfuckers be, I don't know, it is. I was feeling like if I drink a coke and I drink waters behind it, and it's just it just reads this diluted Coke to my body, then my efforts have been wasted. <laughs> you know, or if that's the case, how much time between drinking a Coke do I have to wait to drink waters for it to just be water? Or, I don't know. Somebody who know, let me know. All right, so I'm going to run through these news stories pretty quick. Uh, well, I appreciate you, Colin, for sending the letters. Um, secrets, we can run some secrets up uh, again later. I know you keep I hope you're keeping these topics because you got some good ones in there. Um a 17-year-old in Italy was groped, and the judge ruled that it was not assault because it lasted less than 10 seconds. <laughs> what? A, a high school student. Described walking up a staircase to a class with a friend when she felt her trousers trousers fall down, a hand touching her buttocks and grabbing her underwear. And when she turned around, a 66-year-old caretaker said, love, you know I was joking. And the judge ruled that because it lasted less than 10 seconds, it was not assault. What the fuck does the time have to do with anything? He pulled her fucking pants down. Like, what are you talking about? I don't know, man. I feel like you. I feel like we're dealing with a judge that's a previous groper. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. A sixty-six-year-old man pulled down a teenage girl's pants, and we're gonna say it wasn't assaulted because it didn't last long enough. Yep. That sound. This. That just sounds stupid as fuck. <laughs> what? 
Oh, God. This is why if the world ended today, I'd be okay with it. I really would. I'd be, it'd be fine. I, I, Cause I feel like we, it's enough. <laughs> it's enough already. I don't like the direction we're heading in as humans. We here now. You old news. Got a couple Porsche trucks, couple old schools. That's early Jeezy. Anyway, the actor strike. Um, so we know the writer strike happened. And, you know, writers be writing shit. And without writers to write shit, directors don't have shit to direct. And without writers to write shit, actors don't have shit to act. And without actors to act and directors to direct, cameraman ain't got nothing to record. And without nothing to record, we ain't got shit to see. It's a whole motherfucking ecosystem of motherfuckers that has been getting fucked up, essentially, which is why the writer's strike is going on. Actors have joined in that pursuit, mainly because of fucking AI. Now, this is the problem. Writers write shit, and what the studios want to do is say, hey, thank you for writing that thing one time. We're going to, though, capitalize off of it forever. That shit ain't cool. Actors are having the same issue because the studios want to be able to use the actor's likeness using AI. And it goes to that Black Mirror episode, Joan is Awful. You've oh, seen yeah. it. I've seen it. If you haven't seen it, you should go see it. But it's essentially the idea of using the likeness of a celebrity because they have the means and tools to do it. Okay, so you agree for us to use your likeness one time. You get paid for it one time, we're not going to pay for you forever. Because they see AI as a replacement for the person. So if the person is not there, why are we paying the person? So they're trying to avoid paying for the likeness. So that and a host of other issues is the problem. And Ron Perlman, you know Ron Perlman. Yes. They play Hellboy. Um, Sons of Anarchy. He's just got a menacing-ass look. So one of the directors basically came out and said, or one of the motherfucking millionaires of the studios, let me say directors, millionaires of the studios basically said, we're not coming back to the table to negotiate until they start losing their houses and going broke. And Ron, Ron Perlman put out a scathing ass, mad ass TikTok. He was like, you know, there's more than one way to lose your house. You know, sometimes you, you lose your house because you broke. And sometimes you lose your house because of karma. And the way that you lose that house is be somebody that says some stupid shit and we know who you are and know where you live, which we know where you live. It's more than one way to lose your house. So like this shit getting contentious, you know what I'm saying? Because we got the people at the top who are saying we, at one thing that he said that was real significant was it's fucked up to be in a position where you create nothing trying to take more away from the people that create the shit. So, y'all, if you are on the... If you're... Watch movies, watch TVs and shit, there's no reason for you to not to be in support of the actors and the writers. There is no reason for you to not be in support. Now, if you are somebody who is not for the strike, let's have a conversation. You're probably a capitalist. You're probably on that Jay-Z shit. But... 
we can have a conversation about it, but it's no reason to be like this, the ecosystem that, that that's in Hollywood is fucked up. The ecosystem in America is fucked up because this ain't the first place this is happening. Like this is happening in other places. This is the same shit that's happening with landlords and uh, property, the real estate industry. Like this is the same thing. Like capitalism is capitalism. The problem is they are taking more and more and more and more and trying to out trying to find out ways to increase that gap between the haves and the have-nots, and they have all the clout to do it. The question becomes, when are we gonna motherfucking be too tired to deal with that shit in the future? Um, the last thing I'm gonna talk about, which I'll probably get into more later, is um. There's a pill named Opil, which is the first approved over-the-counter birth control pill that uh, has been available. Last week, they motherfucking ran that shit up. Wait, so, what? Uh, over-the-counter birth control pill. Oh, over-the-counter birth control. Yeah. Okay. Go in the store, buy you some birth control, start taking that shit. You've needed prescriptions in the past. And, and this is probably, see, this is how, this is how these kind of decisions with the Supreme Court and the government start happening. It's probably been fine for your doctor to prescribe medication for you to have um, birth control. But now that the Supreme Court is getting into it, now that conservatives are getting into it, you know, it's a situation where doctors now are not trying to deal with anything regarding birth. And now here we are. We're at, you can go buy your birth control pills right out the store which I'm certain they're going to have a much more difficult time stopping or it's probably easier to stop a doctor or to threaten doctors out of prescribing shit versus getting Walmart to take that shit off the shelf. You know what I'm saying? Especially if the FDA has approved it because the FDA approved the motherfucker. You know, it ain't just like some third party company just put some shit out. The FDA said that this shit, the trials, everything that they needed to do to get this pill out, they've done it. And now it's coming out. Now, I don't know what you're going to have to do to get that shit out of Walmart shelves, of Target shelves, of Amazon. I don't know what you can do. But, you know, do you think that's better? Do you think that's good or bad for society right now? Do you think that or do you think that like birth control should always been accessible for people who wanted to have birth control every day? I think it should have always been accessible. However, um. I don't know that birth control is something that needs to be over the counter. Like birth control is you essentially putting hormones in your body to offset, you know, what what's supposed to happen. But there are people that have poor responses to it. There you need different levels of hormones. Um, people that have like PCOS. It's just a lot of shit that go with birth control that like. It just makes me nervous that people just go and and just buying it out the store like aspirin because it ain't aspirin. Like so, and maybe I need to research it more to see if maybe it's a new technology of birth control or maybe it's a new way of engaging with the body that gets the same results. And I'm probably gonna do some research on that. But this ends up being one of those consequences where women who take it are now doing it without supervision and without support and without a way of knowing whether this medication will mesh with their bodies the way that traditional birth control is monitored by your doctor. 
Yeah, I mean, it can lead to a lot of problems. Because, I mean, essentially you're ingesting hormones, and that's not something to be taken lightly. Like I said, it's not like taking a pop of an aspirin, um, like over-the-counter pain medication or over-the-counter sleep medication. Like, this shit can have some nasty-ass consequences. And not just overall. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, every woman is different, and your response is going to be different, and that's why it's good to talk to a doctor about it. But I get it. Yeah, I get it. uh, It's been on the market for it's been on the market for fifty years, and so it's really common sense would say that the reason that it's been on the market for fifty years and now is the time that it's been approved as over the counter is probably because of how all of these systems are trying to remove access from women to be able to get birth control. So I mean. Gotta figure that shit out. Cause I wonder how much it costs. It looked like it's about ten dollars a pill. Ten dollars a pill. Prescription birth control pills. Okay, this prescription market on the market range from ten to fifty dollars without insurance. I imagine insurance would probably pay for this though. Let me see. Opio costs. Does insurance pay for over the counter shit? I mean, they pay for contraceptives and shit. Not contraceptives, but like uh, birth prevention, right? Shit like that. Like the Plan B pill? No, like uh, it pay for birth control when it's a prescription, right? Yes, but it all that's when I but it so it pay for birth control when it's a prescription. It pay for pain meds when it's a prescription, but you can't use your insurance to get a leave or Advil or none of that over the counter shit. I don't think you'd be able to use it for if you just go in the store and buy it. You're probably right. That's probably a a quantity control measure. Like, motherfuckers go buy 20 boxes and, like, I want my insurance to pay for it. At least with a doctor prescription, they can monitor how much of it you are supposed to have or not supposed to have. Because I don't think you get any over-the-counter medication through your insurance. You just buy that shit over-the-counter. I think the insurance is for prescriptions. It looked like it ain't accessible yet, so it don't seem like motherfuckers know. He said health insurance may, depending on Opil's price, health insurance may choose to cover the pill. They ain't gonna choose to cover that shit. Oh no, we're we're navigating into a, a, a forbidden territory. We got a situation where something that the whole country had access to no longer has access to it uh, through their doctor, and so the controlled means of obtaining it through insurance wait what do you mean that people don't have access to it from their doctors well it's not that they don't have access to it from their doctors but a lot of doctors are choosing to remove themselves from the anything related to not uh to ending a pregnancy or not allowing a pregnancy to form wait so there are doctors that are refusing to prescribe birth control I knew about yeah. like the anti-abortion stuff, but like birth control, anything related to body, like their groups are aggressively going after doctors for doing this shit. Like the doctors is the first place where they can get quick change, and so it's like doctors. I knew who, about the abortion stuff. I just didn't know about birth control because it's separate. It's a different yeah, thing. Yeah, they're coming after a lot of different things. Contraceptives, all all forms of contraceptives. Any birth control, like those uh, extremist Christians are coming after anything that shorts a life of existing. 
you know, we started at abortion because they see that as overtly killing a baby. But like at the end of the day, if they are to exemplify biblical principles, it's that every seed is supposed to turn into a child. So are they going to stop condoms from being sold? Are we going to go after condoms? Cause... If you ask me if they had a decision to make, if they could make all those decisions, I'm sure they would. I believe that they would. Because I mean, but, but I don't think, I'm not sure that like, they are targeting doctors enough for doctors to not prescribe the things that their clients need. But I think there's a lot of doctors just dropping the whole genre of like, so a lot of doctors that was working at like clinics, they like done with that shit. They didn't stop doing 90% of the shit and then went to go just prescribe birth control somewhere. They got, to, they done with all of that shit. Um, I've read do obstetricians. Like, you know, this is the thing. Consuming news and how we consume news, it very well may be that the stories I read was just the only three doctors in America that's just done dealing with birth control, right? And I got caught up in the, the fray of it seems like this is a trend with doctors when it's three weird ass outlying motherfuckers, you know. But the fact that a uh, a medication that is for birth control has been out for 50 years and is now coming out over the counter. It makes me wonder, is is that something that this medication has always been seeking and it's just take 50 years to get there? Has it been fine being prescribed by doctors? Like, what problem is this being over-the-counter solving? I mean, it very well could just be solving capitalism. It could just be, oh, yeah, we the first motherfucking birth control pills that's over-the-counter. We finna make all the goddamn money. You know, but... Why would why if that's the case, why would insurance get involved? So it's starting to make me feel like a lot of people who used to have access to birth control within their insurance for some reason is not having access to birth control within their insurance. And so there needs to be an option outside of insurance for that. And if that's the case, insurance would still be interested in getting in on the money, which means that insurance ain't the reason that people aren't having access to it. It has to be either the doctors or the legislation or the state. That's my deduction in the situation. So for them to say, for this article to say that insurance may get in on it, it's just maybe this is new territory. But it's a lot of money to be made in something that is cheap that will keep people able, because for insurance is to be able to charge a little bit extra for these policies and you to be able to get birth control over the counter on these policies because birth control is affordable for them in bulk. Insurance policies, insurance companies can get in on that. It's like them insurance companies that Outside of your car insurance, it's companies that you can buy like certain types of coverages for your car. It's like that's like over the counter. That'll be like over the counter car services for your car outside of insurance, I guess. It's like it's reasons for some insurance companies to get in on that market. We just not used to seeing it with the medical industry and over the counter shit in that way. But yeah, that's it. That's all I got. I mean, it's always a bunch of shit. Try to stay away from politics today, cause fuck them niggas. Um, indeed. But yeah, you got anything else on your mind? Uh, I beat Zelda. Well, I beat the main story. I found all the shrines, and uh, what else did I do? Beat did the you story. Find all them I... seeds. No, it's like a thousand of those. I'm not, not even go- close. Yeah, don't you get like golden dookie at the end? You do. If One of my kids it. told me that. He said, yes. he said, do you know what you get when you get out of seeds? I was like, no, what? He's like, golden boo-boo. <laughs> I was like, huh? What the fuck? What you... Okay, whatever. I don't even want to know. 
That's why I don't play no Zelda. I be watching Zelda like in spurts, and it's like light root. That's the other thing. I got all the light roots. Yeah. Did you? It's a dragon with a sword in its head. Did you get that? Yes. Okay. I'm trying not to do spoilers. <laughs> and that's a specific, very specific thing. But yes, I did. Oh, okay. I mean, well, when would you find out in the game that you could get it? Later. Uh, later in the game. Yeah. So it's what like, you saying? So, so they introduced the sword at the beginning and it's destroyed. Yes. And you mean to tell me that? Everybody who plays Zelda is to believe that that sword will not be accessible in the game at all. In the beginning, that's what you're led to believe. If, if you play enough games, you know that's some dumb shit. They wouldn't. Why would you? They wouldn't even introduce the sword like that if it weren't possible to get it somehow. You can get it back, but it takes. You have to play the game a little bit because, like, you have to have so much um, stamina to be able to remove it. So. So what would I have spoiled? How you get it back? Yeah, and where it is, because in the Breath of the Wild, the sword was in the forest, and you had to go find it. Oh. And so it's the where the sword is. Oh. Okay. But oh, it doesn't matter now, I guess. <laughs> I don't know nothing about Zelda. I just begin, I begin like 10 second tidbits, and I ask a question, and that just happened to be a question that I asked the other day. Well, I hope I ain't spoke for nobody. I beat at least one of all the creatures, so I didn't beat a Gleok, Frogs, all of it. I basically, I mean, now I'm trying to find all the caves, the whales, and I mean, I'm going to get as many of them little seeds as I can, like, while I'm doing this other shit, but once I find that shit, I'm not, my goal is not to find a thousand fucking seeds. I'm just not going to do that. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. And I'm only, I only got like a hundred and something right now, like a maybe 175 out of a thousand right now, so there's, I'm not going to find all that. It's not gonna just go get a guy and just go get him. It's a thousand of them motherfuckers. Like, even with a guy, it it would just take so long and be so confusing. Quit acting like you ain't just did a thousand shits to beat the game. You did a lot of shits to beat the game. Not a thousand. The shrines was 152. The light roots was like 120. Nothing else in that game has that large of an amount. Like the this movie. is probably a sub- greater substantial amount of work you had to put in to get the other shit. Like, don't you just got to go pick up the seeds? You have to find them. And they're hiding. So they're not just out and about. Like, it's shit you have to do to find them. So it's difficult. And they're so little and the world's so big. I mean, it's just, it's, that's why people, a lot of people don't do that. Like people will complete the game but not get all the Korok seeds because it's just it's too much. It's so tedious. Okay. What's your hour count on the game? Uh two hundred hours? Two a little over two hundred hours. That's a lot of hours. It is a lot For of hours. A little bit of time. Yeah. It is. Uh-huh. But that's spread out over now, it's already 200 hours with me not searching for them fucking seeds. Like, I don't even want to know how long it would take you to find all them goddamn things. And again, it's not, you're not finding the seeds. You got to find the Korok, and then he gives you a seed. But they're hiding in different places. And there's different little mini games you have to do sometimes. It's just, it's, it's just, it's tedious. Like, I'm not. It's probably not a grand enough reward at the end for it either. Gold shit? No, no, it isn't. I mean the gold. Listen, the gold shit got to do something. It can't just be a fucking trophy. It's just a trophy. So the gold shit does nothing. Yeah, 
it was like a running joke. So like in Breath of the Wild, everybody like because Breath of the Wild was the first Zelda game like that with the open world. And so it that was a it, it's a big fuck you basically like you you run around thinking it's gonna be something amazing and then you get poop and that's it and it doesn't do anything you just got the poop and so it's just a big fuck you to <laughs> bro I I'm gonna look that up because if you really collect all them seeds and get poop that don't do nothing bro I I hate Zelda more I don't even like it. I don't even care about it now but I figure I just start hating it like one notch just for being because I'm the kind of person that will blindly pursue these things looking for it to be some surprise reward at the end. Everyone like, I thought that, read. yeah. With Breath Bro, of the Wild. Now, was, see, this time around, people already know that the shit don't do nothing. So people who are doing this are just doing it because they want to complete the game. But in Breath re- of the Wild, you didn't know. Now, and you've read that the shit in this game don't do nothing or is the assumption that because it didn't do nothing in the last one it's not going to do nothing no in this people one. have there are people that have found all 1000 Korok seeds and it's the same it just get a poop that's disrespectful as fuck it's just the poop that you have that you completed the game that's some shit that'll make me not goddamn want to play the game I want to play that shit again I feel like just... I wouldn't play the one after Breath of the Wild if I did that shit in Breath of the Wild and found out it wasn't nothing behind it I didn't find all the ones in it because it's just it's a lot and I wasn't gonna do it. But I feel like you just don't do that part of the game. It don't make me hate the game, but it makes me like I'm not gonna find a thousand fucking little mini things to get a, a gold shit. Like I'm not gonna do that. So that part of the game, I will never 100% this game because I'm not gonna find all them fucking seeds. I'm just not. I'm not even interested in doing that. But there are people that have already found it, and it's just the poop. You can't do nothing with it. It's just the poop. You get medals for killing all the different kinds of um things. You can't do nothing with the medal either. It's just just so that you know that you did it. And it's stinking. Yeah. Hell yep. no. Is it a gift of friendship given to you by Hestu? It smells yep. pretty bad, bro. Yep. Mm, I beat that nigga ass. I bust that shit right in that nigga face. Motherfucker don't give me no shit after I give you the goddamn. It's literally and I beat your ass. Like you might be tough. I just beat everybody ass in this motherfucking game and collect these seeds. I'm gonna smush this shit in your face, and you ain't gonna goddamn do a thing about it, motherfucker. Hestu's not an enemy. Hestu's just he is who you. So okay, what what you do with the seeds? You take them to Hestu, and Hestu expands your uh your uh storage. So like how many weapons you can carry, how many shields you can carry, how many bows you can carry. Like when you want to add more to that, you give him the seeds that you find. He, he'll tell you how many and he'll expand your inventory. So that's how you expand your inventory. And Oh, yeah. so it's like the, the whole thousand seeds does something over time for you. But you don't need that many expand. You, you, the, the inventory is pretty nice. Like there's no, need to expand your inventory with a thousand fucking seeds like it's not like you can only carry three at the beginning of the game you you start out with a pretty hefty uh inventory and then you just add to it as you go along it's still not worth getting a thousand seeds it still doesn't make sense you can be i beat the game with my inventory without them fucking seeds like you don't need it that probably ain't for that probably ain't that's probably for people who are like hoarders goddamn people who like to have everything it is to have like it's a certain type of person so your weapons break so that's another reason why the the inventory don't matter because 
once you fight with a weapon for so long, it destroy it gets destroyed and you don't have so it. do weapons stack. What do you mean? Like if you get two wooden swords, are they both you just got two wooden swords in one inventory slot, or do you got two different slots? Two different slots. So it's possible for somebody to want to have like a ton of swords because they break. I mean, yeah, I guess. But it's so many different kinds, and it's so e- I, I, it just you know. I think the people that do the um that get all them seeds just are completionists. There's really not a like a, a functioning part of the game that like really requires that. It's just somebody who wants to get the 100% completion. Because once you beat the game, once you beat the main game, uh, it'll tell you, it'll give you a percentage of how much of the game that you beat. And so you keep doing stuff and the percentage goes up. So like somebody that wants to get 100%, they would find all the seeds. But a regular person who don't give a fuck, there really is no benefit to finding all them goddamn seeds. Because you have a house where you can store some of your shields, some of your like swords, some of your bows. Like you get a house where you can put the really good, high quality stuff if you want to save it. You don't oh. have to keep it in your inventory. So like it really is just somebody that wants to. So the inventory system is OP, basically. Yeah. Okay. Understood. Or it can become that way. Like I said, you don't need it that. Now, mind you, as you as you get the upgrades to the inventory obviously he requests more seeds so like right now i think if i tried to upgrade my weapon stash he probably i have to give him like 20 seeds for one upgrade one little square so you. it increases the amount increases but again it just you don't need that many fucking slots man like, the weapons break you're constantly getting new weapons it just don't matter to gotcha. me so but now i'm trying to do diablo since i I mean, I'm, I'm. There's not a lot to do left in Zelda, Zelda, so. Gotcha. Yeah. Alrighty then, ma'am. Uh, well, until we con the next conversation. We out. Holla.